Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 479. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. It really does mean a lot. And today I want to talk about one-sided relationships. One-sided relationships of all kinds. Friendships, romantic relationships, business partnerships, colleagues, you name it. Any relationship where there isn't an equal amount of commitment, action, enthusiasm, or at least an effort to be equal, an effort for reciprocity. And the reason I wanted to do this episode is because I'm sure you've encountered your fair share of these types of relationships in life before. The problem is we don't realize we're in one until after the fact right? It's rarely early on. It's usually after investing time, energy, effort, emotion. And it's usually after doubling down on that time, energy, effort, and emotion in an attempt to get them on your level when it's not reciprocated, right? It's after refusing to give up. It's after saying, oh, I've already invested so much in this. I just need to give a bit more to receive more. I just need to give a bit more to receive more. And then thankfully, you kind of through some awakening or realization, you open your eyes and you're like, shit, I was the only one in that relationship. That was me talking to me, me chasing, me giving and giving and giving. And I know that feeling and it can come across as like kind of embarrassing. I don't think it should be embarrassing, but it's like the equivalent of looking at you know, screenshots of that guy in, in your DMs having a conversation with himself. It's you know party of one. And at that point, you snap out of it and you realize that it was a one-sided relationship and you were the only one present in it. You were the only one putting gas in the tank, trying to progress things forward. You were the only one giving. You were the only one doing more than just talking, more than just words. 
You are the only one whose words led to actions. And as we'll talk about here, that's a good thing in theory. I advocate for a mindset in life that is defined by almost like aggressively, almost aggressively being willing to be first, to try first, to love first, to act first, to give first, right? And then see what happens. No sitting on the sidelines, no matching energy, no waiting for enthusiasm to give enthusiasm. You hit the ground running and then you use that as the measuring stick for giving more or backing up. But where we get tripped up is we do that, which is great. We're willing to try. We're willing to love. We're willing to connect. But then we just keep giving and giving and giving. We haven't defined boundaries for ourselves. And we find it difficult to walk away when the one-sidedness starts to become apparent because we're stubborn, because we're trying to change them, because we think more of us will earn more of them. And that, of course, is backwards when I say it like that. So I just want to take a couple of minutes here and apply a mindfulness lens to the topic of one-sided relationships. So let's start with a couple of warning signs because let's be real. Sometimes it's not clear if the dynamic is one-sided or not. At least it's not clear until it's, you know, quote, too late. And there are, of course, all kinds of practical signs that we could talk about here. You're always the first one to reach out, to make plans, to schedule meetings, to ask them to lunch, to catch up. You know, practically effort in the form of first effort, who's first to reach out, who's first to act. I'd say that's a good indication of who's eager and who's not. But that can get a bit murky, murky right? Because sometimes there's more to the story. Everyone shows eagerness in different ways. So I think we need to think a bit deeper here when it comes to warning signs of a one-sided relationship. And I think a considerable warning sign is excuse making. That is, you find yourself making excuses for them in your head, not even out loud. You make excuses for them. That's an indication of a potentially lopsided dynamic here, right? All kinds of excuses from the usual you know, they'll make time for me once things settle down at work, or they're just busy with their family, or you justify their lack of communication or enthusiasm by saying, oh, you know, they were sick last week, so they're probably playing catch up. They struggle with being open and honest because of their last relationship. They have a lot on their plate. They're tired. They've got a lot going on. Excuses, defensive statements, justification. You know the drill. You make excuses for them, they're not even the ones making them, right? You make them for them in order to avoid the potential obvious answer, which is they're just not into it. They're just not into you. They're not into more. So that's something to consider here. Are you making excuses for them? But then I'd also add a big point here about emotional enthusiasm to get deep. Someone who wants a reciprocated, mature relationship with someone else, not just romantic, but any kind, someone who wants that is not going to keep things surface level forever. Humans want to get deep. We want to feel protected by our relationships. We want to get past the bullshit and get to a level of bonding that we can look to as proof that a relationship is healthy, that we're safe within it because it has depth. So getting deeper serves a purpose. And in that light, if you're the only one getting deeper, being vulnerable, opening up, showing enthusiasm for that, and they're just responding, that's a sign that they're likely not eager to do so. And that means it's heading into one-sidedness territory. And of course, there is nuance here and not everyone opens up easily or as quickly as you do, but zoomed out, do they want to? 
Do they actively participate in opening up or are they just responding? I look at that very seriously because someone who wants more with you, they will push themselves to do so, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's not easy for them. They'll do that because they want that bond. So definitely something to consider here if you find yourself being the only one opening up, getting deeper, talking about the deeper things. So two points to start to consider. We're all mature. I think we can all spot the warning signs. We can certainly spot the practical ones, the bullshit messages about rescheduling, but not offering a new time or date. The, my phone was off, sorry about that. The, not responding to your messages until days later when it's convenient for them. These superficial conversations and so on and so on. We're all capable of being like this. This doesn't feel equal. This doesn't feel reciprocated. We all have a type of radar that says, eh, something's off here. The problem, of course, is we kind of ignore it. Not because we're stupid or bad or anything like that, but because we're human. And frankly, I don't think there's a blueprint out there for avoiding one-sided relationships in the first place. They're going to happen. You're going to find yourself in them. That's life. But there is a mindset here that empowers us to leave once we realize it, the first time we realize it. Because again, you can't help it if someone only gives you 50% because that's all they're willing to give but you are firmly in control of what you do next. That is, once you realize that's their limit, that their willingness ends at 50%. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. 
But again, 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 (laughs) that's exactly where you get tripped up because by that point, you've probably given a lot. You've given emotional honesty. You've been proactive and eager and open and excited and you're somewhat emotionally invested. And so that makes walking away difficult because you don't want to start over. You don't want any other, another quote, failed relationship, another failed talking stage on your hand. And so you double down thinking you just need to show more of you and you'll get more of them. Show them how talented you are and they'll come around. Show your friend how you're there for them and they'll come around. Show your potential partner what you have to offer and they'll come around. And I'm not in lava land. The, the, the key to getting great colleagues, business partners, lovers <laughs> is showcasing what you have to offer just as they do the same. But back to what I said a couple minutes ago, if you follow the, the mantra that I espouse of being willing to try, love, be vulnerable first, you've already done that. You've already led with your heart. You've led with vulnerability. You've showed them what you've got. You were willing to be open and vulnerable and, hey, this is me. And you were willing to do that first, not in response to them, but first. You've done that. You've done that because you know that holding off, matching energy is a passive way to live life. But it is a catch-22 because once you've done that, you don't want to let go and you're tempted to keep giving. But this is the exact point where you have to hit the brakes if it's not reciprocated. You have to choose yourself. Choose yourself. That, that's always a, a phrase, two words that I've, I've struggled with because, you know, not only is it kind of cheesy, I suppose, and, but it's such a, a calling card of ambiguous self-help advice. And, and it also sounds selfish, but let's squash that. If you are the person I just described, you're willing to try first, love first, and yes, you're willing to be hurt because of that enthusiasm. If you're living that way with your heart on your sleeve, with nothing to hide, coming back to yourself, choosing yourself when your enthusiasm is not matched, that kind of choosing yourself is not selfish. When you choose yourself in that way, you have nothing to regret. You're not being selfish. There is no loss here. There's just you being proud of trying, of giving first, of trying first, and now you're taking it back. You're returning to yourself. There's never shame in that. The only shame, frankly, I've found in relationships and just like looking at the dynamic of two people coming together is when you hold back purposely in order to wait to see what they offer and you match it. You live a mentality of, I match energy. I match what I'm given first. If that's how you look at relationships, I think I think personally that's a path to regret because you're passive, you're waiting for permission, you're waiting for someone else to show interest in you. I mean, how many good people and opportunities might you pass up because of that? Because you're trying to preserve yourself and protect yourself. But if you're willing to try first and go for it and open up first, but it's not reciprocated and so you choose yourself, there's nothing to regret there because you tried You can't say what if you tried and now you're simply taking your amazingness, your boldness elsewhere. You're starting over. Yes, but this is where we take back our power. I'm a broken record with this, but it's the most liberating truth I've ever learned. When you start over, when you choose yourself, when you take that back to you, you're not getting further away from what you deserve. You're getting closer because you're not investing and reinvesting more and more energy into a dead end. Now you're free to give it and have it be reciprocated instead of a game of chasing and convincing. Starting over means you're getting closer to what you deserve, not further away. 
Starting over means you're getting closer to what you deserve, not further away. That's closer. That's moving away from fear of being alone, of staying in a relationship that requires convincing or chasing. That's moving away from someone who has made it clear they're only willing to give 50%. So that's the mindset here. Be the first to love. Be the first to leave, too, when it's not reciprocated. Of course, be patient here. I'm not giving advice here. I'm also not even trying to give advice. I'm trying to apply mindfulness to this. Don't be flippant. Don't be expect people to read your mind and know exactly what you're trying to get out of a situation. Have patience. There's plenty of nuance here. But if you can look yourself in the mirror and say, I am proud of myself because I put myself out there fully. I give first, even though I wasn't given. If that's you, be proud of yourself and be even more proud of yourself if that's not reciprocated and you walk away because of it. You don't double down. You don't dig in. You don't love more. You love first, but you leave first when it's clear that it won't be reciprocated. And back to the practical. What does that mean? That means you stop texting first. That means you stop sleeping with them, of course. That means you stop sending, thinking of you text or keeping a conversation going. It means you stop making plans first. It means you just move on. You choose yourself. Put out what you have to offer. Yes, I'm a huge proponent of being bold and being willing to be hurt in the pursuit of being bold. But you have to look at what comes back to you. And when it's not eagerness, when it's not halfway enthusiasm, you have to choose yourself. You don't convince yourself that they'll change if you just give a bit more. If you could just remind them of what they should see in you. No, it means you stop giving them more of what they've already decided to not appreciate. So that's the episode here. Just a reminder that you can't force someone to see your worth. You can't force someone to see what you offer. In the moment, it might feel noble and like the start of a love story where you're fighting for them, where you're conjuring up mantras of, you know, making love work. But you can't make love work by disrespecting yourself, frankly. You can't make love work by carrying the relationship. You can't make love of any kind, commitment of any kind, work by hoping what you do, who you are, the love you so eagerly give will be reciprocated. Hope Potential does not define a relationship. Reality does. And I hope you hold out for a relationship that presents itself with actions and reciprocity in the present. So that's it, Eleanor, right there. If this was helpful, I'd be so grateful if you'd share this episode with a friend. And if you could spare 30 seconds to give the show a five-star rating and review, wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that would mean a lot to me. But as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode... I'm out. Spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon Jungle to your living room. 
Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. 